St. Patrick's Purgatory by Robert Southey Read for LibriVox.org by Noel Badrian, County Offaly, Ireland Enter, Sir Knight, the Warden cried, And trust in heaven what e'er betide, Since you have reached this bourne. But first receive refreshment due, Twill then be time to welcome you, If ever you return. Three sops were brought of bread and wine. Well might Sir Owen then divine the mystic warning given, That he against our ghostly foe Must soon to mortal combat go, And put his trust in heaven. Sir Owen passed the convent gate, The warden him conducted straight To where a coffin lay. The monks around in silence stand, Each with a funeral torch in hand, whose light bedimmed the day few pilgrims ever reach this bourne they said but fewer still return yet let what will ensue our duties are prescribed and clear put off all mortal weakness here this coffin is for you lie there while we with pious breath raise over you the dirge of death this comfort we can give Belike no living hands may pay This office to your lifeless clay, Receive it while you live. Sir Owen in a shroud was dressed, They placed a cross upon his breast, And down he laid his head. Around him stood the funeral train, And sung with slow and solemn strain The service of the dead. Then to the entrance of the cave They led the Christian warrior brave, some fear he well might feel for none of all the monks could tell the terrors of that mystic cell its secrets none reveal now enter here the warden cried and god sir owen be your guide your name shall live in story for of the few who reach this shore still fewer venture to explore saint patrick's purgatory adown the cavern's long descent feeling his way sir owen went with cautious feet and slow unarmed for neither sword nor spear nor shield of proof availed him here against our ghostly foe the ground was moist beneath his tread large drops fell heavy on his head the air was damp and chill and sudden shudderings o'er him came and he could feel through all his frame an icy sharpness thrill now steeper grew the dark descent in fervent prayer the pilgrim went twas silence all around save his own echo from the cell and the large drops that frequent fell with dull and heavy sound but colder now he felt the cell those heavy drops no longer fell thin grew the piercing air and now upon his aching sight there dawned far off a feeble light in hope he hastened there emerging now once more to-day a frozen waste before him lay a desert wild and wide where ice-rocks in a sunless sky on ice-rocks piled and mountains high were heaped on every side impending as about to fall they seemed and had that sight been all enough that sight had been to make the stoutest courage quail for what could courage there avail against what then was seen? 
he saw as on in faith he passed where many a frozen wretch was fast within the ice clefts pent yet living still and doomed to bear in absolute and dumb despair their endless punishment a voice then spake within his ear and filled his inmost soul with fear o mortal man it said adventurers like thyself were these he seemed to feel his life-blood freeze and yet subdued his dread o mortal man the voice pursued be wise in time for thine own good alone i counsel thee take pity on thyself retrace thy steps and fly this dolorous place while yet thy feet are free i warn thee once i warn thee twice behold that mass of mountain ice is trembling o'er thy head one warning is allowed thee more o mortal man that warning o'er and thou art worse than dead not without fear sir owen still held on with strength of righteous will in faith and fervent prayer when at the word i warn thee thrice down came the mass of mountain ice and o'erwhelmed him there crushed though it seemed in every bone and sense for suffering left alone a living hope remained in whom he had believed he knew and thence the holy courage grew that still his soul sustained for he as he beheld it fall failed not in faith on christ to call lord thou canst save he cried o heavenly help vouchsafed in need when perfect faith is found indeed the rocks of ice divide like dust before the storm winds sway the shivered fragments rolled away and left the passage free new strength he feels all pain is gone new life sir owen breathes and on he goes rejoicingly yet other trials he must meet for soon a close and piercing heat relaxed each loosened limb the sweat streamed out from every part in short quick beatings toiled his heart his throbbing eyes grew dim along the wide and wasted land a stream of fire through banks of sand its molten billows spread thin vapours tremulously light hung quivering o'er the glowing white the air he breathed was red a paradise beyond was seen of shady groves and gardens green fair flowers and fruitful trees and flowing fountains cool and clear whose gurgling music reached his ear borne on the burning breeze how should he pass that molten flood while gazing wistfully he stood a fiend as in a dream thus answered the unuttered thought stretched forth a mighty arm and caught and cast him in the stream sir owen groaned for then he felt his eyeballs burn his marrow melt his brain like liquid lead and from his heart the boiling blood its agonizing course pursued through limbs like iron red yet giving way to no despair but mindful of the aid of prayer lord thou canst save he said and then a breath from eden came with life and healing through his frame the blissful influence spread no fiends may now his way oppose the gates of paradise unclose free entrance there is given and songs of triumph meet his ear 
enwrapped sir owen seems to hear the harmonies of heaven come pilgrim take thy foretaste meet thou who hast trod with fearless feet st patrick's purgatory for after death these seats divine reward eternal shall be thine and thine eternal glory inebriate with the deep delight dim grew the pilgrim's swimming sight his senses died away and when to life he woke before the cavern mouth he saw once more the light of earthly day end of poem this recording is in the public domain